0: He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. He shall say to the Lord, you are my refuge and my stronghold, my God in whom I put my trust. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, on Wednesday, we began our Lenten journey. And like Jesus, who in our gospel reading for this morning, we too are led into the wilderness for 40 days. But before we are led into a place that can be scary and hard, two important things happen. Firstly, the liturgy of the Book of Common Prayer extends an invitation, and I love the phrasing of it. It's an invitation for a holy Lent. We are invited into a time that is sacred and holy, however hard it may be. And secondly, we are marked as Christ's own forever. We are marked with ashes to remind us of our own mortality, our humanity, and the ashes are a reminder to us from where we came and from where we will go. Oftentimes, I think Lent over the years has gotten a bad rap, and my first remembrances of Lent, I didn't grow up in the Episcopal Church, I was raised Baptist, but my first I remember so clearly was all of my Catholic friends ate fish on Fridays. I always thought that was so strange. They ate fish on Fridays. And the school cafeteria where I grew up served pepperoni pizza on Fridays. And I just remember so many of my friends were so mad because they had to eat cold fish and the rest of us got pepperoni pizza. Even this week I was reminded by several people that this time of, th- this time of the year isn't too much fun. I heard a number of people say giving up alcohol and chocolate isn't something they look forward to doing every year. I must say, it is hard to deny oneself. However, with just a slight perspective change, perhaps Lent or the journey into the wilderness can be seen as a place of new beginnings. A place where God proves his ability to protect and to provide. A place into which God lured Israel back when he wanted to rekindle his relationship with Israel. When it was no longer scary, the wilderness became a place to reclaim one's fertile life with God. And what is powerful to note in the scripture this morning is that as Jesus is whisked away, he is done so by the very spirit that just proclaimed him worthy and pleasing to God at his baptism. Jesus is prompted into the untamed wilderness by the very spirit which keeps him forever in communion with the Father from the first step into the uncertainty of the wilderness to his final step into heaven. Jesus was reckoned favorably by the very God we most desperately desire to love us. Well, this past week we were fortunate enough to have Bishop Hector Montoroso with us on Wednesday. We had him here as a celebration as well as his introduction to the mobile food pantry, and I also asked if he would help with Ashes To Go at the mobile food food pantry. I must say, before coming to Grace, I was never a big fan of Ashes To Go, but I've had a change of heart. Each time I'm able to offer Ashes in this way, I am deeply aware of how important this is to do for people and also the gratitude people have for receiving them. While with the bishop, it was one holy moment after another. I watched as Bishop Hector interacted with our Spanish-speaking population. A touching moment happened when a woman shared how grateful she was to be getting food and ashes. She then shared, how she's unable to go to church to receive ashes because she works. Wednesday was the first time she had received ashes in decades. And as she shared this, her eyes welled up with tears. The bishop offered ashes, a prayer, as well as his presence to this woman. It was significant to have another priest on the grounds of grace who considers himself a partner in ministry. It was a blessing to me and to so many others who came came here for food and ashes. In a moment of honesty, I will share that there isn't another service in the church year that exhausts me more than Ash Wednesday. In fact, driving home after our 6 p.m. service on Wednesday, I felt as though I'd been hit by a truck. Absolutely depleted. Nothing left within me. The sheer weight of reminding those that I love and care deeply about, you, my church family, as well as those folks from the community, that they will die is hard. And it's heavy, I think those words were offered close to 300 times on Wednesday. As a reminder, those words, from dust you were made and to dust you shall return. I now understand why they're only said once a year. There is something significant about looking someone in the eye and telling them, that they will die. So before we get to that part, before we are driven into the wilderness where we will face our mortalities, we are armed in some manner. Again, we are reminded that as hard and as difficult as it might be, the wilderness can be holy and sacred temptations do come our way. but Like Jesus, we can choose a holy way. Mindful that we are mortal creatures who cannot do it on our own. But as the prayer book reminds us again and again, only with God's help can we do it. Only with God's help. I hope you have given some special thought and attention about how you would like to enter into this holy season. For me, our sanctuary and how it looks right now is a good metaphor on how I would like to approach Lent this year in particular. The altar space is pared down. It's the barest it will be all year. Simple, minimalistic, decluttered unadorned. The brass has been replaced with wood, and the ornate vestments have been replaced with burlap. That modesty is what I would like to do for my mind and my soul, to declutter and to purge, so that space can be opened up for God to speak, and for the Spirit to work in my life. I was in conversation with a parishioner this week and she shared how she had cleaned and decluttered three closets. This delighted her. She said how good it felt, how her soul felt freedom as she bagged things up to be given away. I smiled as I shared with her that this is what I desire to do this Lent an uncluttering, getting rid of those things that aren't serving me well to allow better things to enter in, a renewal of some sort. I say that as I feel as though for some time now I've been in a perpetual state of Lent. As many of you know, life has not been exactly easy for me, nor has it gone the way that I planned. My situation as a wife, and partner have changed drastically. Starkness and sadness have at times overtaken my soul. And here we go again. It's time for another Lent. I hope I'm not the only one who might feel this way, being in a state of perpetual Lent. Because if you do, I want you to know you're not alone. And what I would encourage you, as you enter into these 40 days, approach it in the way that Christ did, with holiness. Yes, the temptations come. The hard is still there. But as resurrection people, we know that our Easter is on the way. In fact, every Sunday during Lent, it's our Easter. We get a reprieve from the fasting. We can enjoy in a way that we haven't in the days prior to Sunday. Because when we do, because we have gone without or we've given up, that which we come back to will taste, look and feel so much sweeter and be more lovely. And on a practical note, As I like to remind myself often, you can do anything for 40 days. You really can, and so can I. But at a deeper and more profound level, as we enter our Lenten journey, we can take comfort in knowing that this journey has been tread before. Just as God called Jesus into the wilderness, just as God tempted him, we too are called there. and we can't avoid temptations. Going into the wilderness and answering the call can be scary, but if open and desiring, this difficult place in all of its rawness and discomfort can be a place that leads to surprising beauty. By Christ's handiwork, everything scary and untamed is overwhelmed and proven empty by the truth of his love and his faithfulness. God is more than able to take, which seems to only cause death and bring new life. As he beckons us to face the untamed wilderness in our lives this Lent, I ask, dear people of God, that we would be brave and know The same Spirit that called Jesus is also calling us. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.